On Monday, 14th of February, many joined in to celebrate what we call St. Valentine's Day. For some couples, it is a time to renew their love and affection towards their couples. And for some singles, it is time to show love to all people. Yet, one cannot guarantee the extent to which love is shown as the day is usually characterized with many indecent and promiscuous activities. But for those couples that have decided to use Valentine's Day for um, a renewing of their love and affection towards their spouses, Valentine's Day may come just once in a year. But beyond this, is what the Lord requires of his children, the renewal of our marriage vows. That is the renewal of our marriage vows. Am I speaking of the physical marriage vows? No, I am talking about the spiritual marriage. And I believe by the end of this lesson, you would understand what I mean. The renewal of our marriage vows in the book of hosea the prophet presents a parallel relationship between god and israel and hosea himself and his wife goma both god and hosea were in a unique situation where both of them were the loving husbands of unfaithful wives israel was unfaithful in their covenant relationship with God. They practiced idolatry and called prostitution. They were puffed up and forgotten the grace of God. They rejected God's law and his knowledge. And it was due to this that we read of the popular verse, My people are destroyed or perish for lack of knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. In the same book of Hosea, there was a call to the renewal of their marriage vows to God in chapter 6 verse 1. It says, Come, let us return to the Lord. In Hosea chapter 14, which gives hope of Israel's restoration at last, the prophet said, Take words with you, and return to the Lord. Say to him, Take away all our iniquity. Receive us graciously, for we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. Hosea chapter 14, verse 2. It is not just in the book of Hosea that we see the relationship between God and man compared with that of marriage. Also in the New Testament, we have a similar account where the relationship between God and his chosen people likened to the union in marriage. We will turn our Bibles also to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 to 33. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 to 20, 33, we see Christ's self sacrificial love for the church 
as well as the need for submission on the part of the bride, which is the church, to Christ. We see the resemblance of the union between Christ and the church to that of the union in a Christ-centered marriage. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 says, Wives, submit to your own husband as to the Lord. Verse 25 says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. In verse 32, the apostle declared, This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So he says the entire passage that he's talking about, though he used marriage, he's saying that spiritually, He's actually talking about Christ and the church. He's using the marriage union or he's comparing or liking the marriage union to that which exists between Christ and the church. Christ's sacrificial love towards the church and the need for the church to be submissive to the word of Christ or to the laws of Christ. And so it is with regards to this love and union between Christ and the church that Christ reminded this same church of Ephesus in the book of Revelation through the Apostle John Revelation chapter 2 verse 4 that nevertheless I have this against you that you have left your first love Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. This is the message to the church of Ephesus. So in the New Testament also, we see the relationship between the people of God and God himself likened to that of marriage. Beloved, I would like you to apply this to yourself, that on the day of your baptism you entered a covenant relationship with Christ a covenant relationship with Christ because 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 says that Christ has made us ministers of the new covenant it is not of ourselves he's the one who made us sufficient as ministers of the New Testament and so we are in a covenant relationship with God. This covenant relationship is that which is likened to the marriage union. Let us read something from Romans chapter 7 verse 4. In the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 4, the apostle said something. Let's quickly read it. Romans chapter 7 verse 4. It says, Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. Amen. So in the book of Romans, Paul is reminding the Jews who have become Christians that they have now died to the law and the law does not have any effect on them. But then they have been married to another they have been married, married to another and that is Christ Jesus 
So that relationship between we and Christ is likened to that of marriage. Also in Romans chapter 7 verse 4. Now, if our relationship with God were marriage and our good confession before many witnesses were marriage vows, the question is, how are we honoring our marriage vows? How are we honoring our marriage vows? Think deeply about this question. How faithful are you to that marriage? Do we honor the pledge we made to follow Jesus where he leads? On the day of your baptism, I remember you promised to follow Christ, to to follow him wherever he leads and to go wherever he sends you. And you have pledged to surrender your will to Christ and to live according to his word. But unfortunately, many of us dishonor this pure covenant love between Christ and ourselves by our secret sinful lives. Let us be honest to God and be honest with ourselves and be honest with the secret lives that we live, the secret sinful lives that we are living. We should be honest because for there is a day when God will judge the secret of men by Jesus Christ according to the gospel. Romans chapter 2 verse 16. Let us be honest. And so we should not continue in that secret sinful lives to dishonor the vows between us and God. The relationship between us and God is likened to that of marriage. The confession that we made is now also likened to that of the vows that people say during marriage. How are we honoring these marriage vows? If we are living lives that are not right in the sight of God, you know the kind of sin that you are in. I may not be specific with a particular sin, but you know within yourself the kind of sin you are living inside. And if we continue in that, we dishonor that kind of relationship. It was the same thing in the case of Israel, where Israel was unfaithful to God. They were not showing kindness to God. God was ready to love them and to do all that he can for them. But just like the wife of the prophet Uzziah, who was unfaithful and a prostitute, that is the same way the nation of Israel behaved. And we, who are also in the new covenant, are we going to continue in such lives that we become also prostitutes spiritually and dishonor the marriage vow between us and Christ. Lamentably also, our commitment to this union between us and Christ has dwindled greatly. And more so even after COVID-19, many of us, our commitment, how committed are we to the word of God? How committed are we to God's work? church attendance, 
What is our commitment and zeal towards evangelism? How often do we study and read our Bibles? What is our attitude towards God's work? Is it out of love or compulsion or convenience? Do we do it because it is convenient or do we do it because because of some people or we do it out of love? Brethren, it should not be because of our uh, um, um, it's not be it should not be because of compulsion or because of convenience, but rather it should be because of our conviction, the love that we have for Christ and the church. For Christ and the church, let our voices ring. Let us honor the name of our own blessed King. This is what one of our hymns says. In Revelation chapter 2, remember, verse 4, the apostle said, Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Verse 5 says, Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. So they have fallen from their first love. What was he talking about? The love for which they had for Christ. The love because of um, which they were people who tested even the false prophet and found them to be lies. When you read the verse 2, he says, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them lies. And you have persevered and have patience and have lived, lived for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you left your first love. The love for which they loved Christ and for which they did all those things. The Bible says they have left that kind of love. So they may be doing some of these things all right, but it wasn't out of the love and conviction they had for Christ. What about us? On the day of your baptism, the zeal, the commitment, the love for which you had for Christ and the church. Is that what you are still holding on to? Or you are now doing it just because you have to do it? You are now attending church just because your friends know that you attend church. You are attending church because of some position that you hold in the church. Or because people will say that you have not come to church and that is where you are attending church. No. It says we should remember our first love. The love that we first had for Christ. I remember during our baptism how we were so happy, how we were so zealous. And we always want to go to church. We always want to go to evening services. We always want to go to Bible studies. We always want to take our Bibles and read. Is it the same thing today? As I said, especially after COVID-19, many people have left their first love. The love that they had for Christ. And out of which they did so many things for Christ. Many have left. And the Bible is reminding us that unless we repent, unless we go back to where we have fallen and do those things that we used to do out of the love that we had for Christ, he says, unless we repent. Though he said that to the church as a group, but it comes down to the individual that he will remove 
our lampstand or he will remove our lampstand from its place and it won't be a good thing and so brethren let us remember the church of ephesus the same church that paul spoke about that kind of marriage relationship that they had with christ and said that he was talking about christ and the church and he said husbands love your wives and wives be submissive to your husbands today or in the book of revelation the apostle is reminding them in the epistle to ephesus that he god had something against them and that is they have left their first love brethren it applies to us also have you left your first love if so then let us repent first john says that he is faithful and just to forgive us if we confess of our sins he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness first john chapter 1 verse 9 let us assess ourselves wherever we have fallen wherever we have gone wrong so that we go back to god let us do so we are in the second month of this new year the day is still young let us renew our marriage vows let us renew that relationship that we had with christ jesus and if you are listening to me and you have not been baptized into christ into his church the church of christ you stand to lose the opportunity of that blessed union with christ and you stand to lose the great benefit of eternal life also and so please repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord as we read in acts chapter 3 verse 19 and i believe if you do so god is going to bless you and you are going to also have a wonderful relationship with god a relationship that is so blessed that is based on love christ's sacrificial love for us and in the end you are going to inherit eternal life whether you are baptized or not today i have come to remind you that there is a relationship that is supposed to be between us and christ jesus that is likened to that of marriage and it is based on love and so if you are baptized please it is time for us to renew our marriage vows the confession we made and the love that is between us and christ it is time to renew that kind of love if you have not been baptized it is time for you to seek for such a wonderful relationship and i believe that in the end we are going to be blessed may the lord bless you for listening and i pray that you share this message with others thank you for listening bye